Yo, the podcast people is the one and only legend of winning, aka low. When we back with your favorite podcast, the Off Top Podcast. I'm here with my uh, my Damn. guest. There's your no guest. podcast, aka this time. It's like that. Damn, low forgot all the the customs that we're used to. So, so my guest, um, say what's up, man. What's your name? Hi guys, I'm Agent Zero. Uh, you guys might not know me, or maybe you know me on. On YouTube as the double agent you can trust. How you guys doing? Yo, we missed last podcast. I don't know if it was my fault or Lowe's fault. I just know even if it was Lowe's fault, it would have also been my fault because I was super busy. I was about to say you were busy, so that's the reason. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even hit you up. I was like, yeah, he's probably busy. Um, yo, you can um, tell me your Twitter your handles. They may not know you. Oh yeah, sorry. It's call me agent zero zero. Hey, Lo, thank you for having me on the podcast, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, no problem, man. Just, just thank you for taking the time out, man. And we're gonna sit here and talk about some basketball. So. Right out the gate, let me let me know what is your top ten all time, just so we can kind of have an understanding. What, You're what a clown, is, yo. What is your what is your top ten players of all time, just so we can have a, a good a representation clown. of your Jesus. basketball knowledge? <laughs> That's funny. Hey, you guys want to know something interesting? I ran across the other day. So this is gonna be sad, especially if you're a Derrick Rose fan. Yo, in NBA 2K19, they gave Derrick Rose not only a 75 overall. Dude, they gave this guy three badges. They're is that all too bronze. high? Is that too high? But it wasn't even that. I think the overall is fine for like, maybe maybe out of respect, maybe give him like a 77, but whatever. But they gave him three badges, yo. Acrobat on bronze, relentless, relentless finisher on bronze, and teardropper on bronze. What bronze, else? What, I mean, what yo. else is he supposed to have, though? I don't I just remember when he used to have all Hall of Fames and all gold. He like, doesn't need anything else. He's fine. He's Derrick Rose. He's I fine. just I just thought it was so sad. Somebody posted it on Twitter. And I just had to shed a tear, man, because it's like, that's a serious fall off, man. Imagine, I wouldn't even want to play 2K if I was once 90 overall, whatever. And now I'm like this. I'm, I'm, I, w- I wouldn't even want to play with myself because my player in game will be buckets, you know? Pause. That's sad. Anyway. Yo, um, since, since we're talking about 2K, we have an insider here. That's why you're here today on my, on my podcast, oh, on the Fake Podcast. Yeah, yeah. So w- l- let us know, when you, um, when you were out there, you were shaking hands with the with the Illuminati, I mean Mike Wang. Um, let us know what exactly. Let me not say that because you might might mess up your money in the long run. So when he was out there shaking hands with uh Mike Wang, I saw you shake hands with Dame, and you almost lost your mind. Yo, yo, can I talk yo, about Dame real quick? Yo, yo, no, wait, wait, wait. Let me say this real quick. You fanboyed. Let me. This man, no, agent. You know no, stop. Wasn't- stop. 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 You fanboyed. And then kept it in the video. I was like, yo, what is wrong no, with no, this no. man? Okay. So first of all, it's just like a it's like a persona on YouTube. I wasn't really nervous at all. I've yes, to you enough. were. No, I swear on my life, I was the opposite of nervous. Stop. But I'll tell you one thing, though. Uh, these NBA players, especially Dame, bro. If I would. So Jason Tatum was there. And I was like, yo, Jason, my guy. If I reached out, I could touch the guy. He was that close to me. I was like, yo, Jason. And he just pretended like I didn't exist. I was like, and I said it louder. I was like, maybe, maybe he, maybe he didn't hear me. Yo, Jason, you, I ain't never seen something this. I get it that everybody hits him up, and at a certain point, like they don't want to be bothered. But I was like, damn, bro. So uh, I was just talking to Mike Wang and Scott O'Gallagher, and I was like, yo, I'm gonna take a breather because it was a little bit cooler in the other room. And then when I was going to the other room, I ran into somebody. I was talking with them, and then I made my way out. But on my way out, that's when I saw Dame. Bro, I ain't never met anybody this Hollywood before. And I don't even want that to be like a negative term, but I was in front of him. I was fucking in front of him, Lo. And I said, yo, Dame, 
two times and he didn't respond. And then the third time, I literally, I was like, yo, what do I have to do? Do I exist? Am I in front of him? And then he finally dapped me up. But I wasn't nervous. Honestly, I didn't know how to follow up dapping him up. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm chilling. Nah, nah, let me tell y'all the real story. He but was I, like, I don't, I don't get nah, nervous in front of. Stop. If, if Kobe was there, I think maybe I would have gotten nervous. But I, I've played, I've made 2K videos with NBA players before. I've talked to, I'm not to say I'm like you a talk, big shot or anything, talk, but that's not what gets them, me nervous. You talk to them behind, you talk to them behind like 2K and shit like that. You was like, you was like, you was like, uh, hey, dang. He's like, oh shit, he might not hurt me. Hey, 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 dang. <laughs> and he was like, what, bro? All right, bro. That's what's exactly, up with you? Yeah, how you doing? Yeah. How you doing? And you was like, oh, my God. Ah. That's like how you was looking, bro. All right. If you want to see it that way, that's fine. But even like I talked with Mike Wang a long time before I even turned on the cameras. And I was like, yeah, Mike Wang, I'm going to turn on the cameras. I'm going to ask you this question. And it's chill. But when when you see me in in the video when I'm vlogging it, I, I like... You, you, the camera's on, right? You have to have a certain level of energy. You can't be there all dull and boring. And so that's all that is, is, is energy. I'm trying to keep the video interesting. I do my zooms all the time. Um, but yeah, anyway. I just, I would have, I would have just been, I would just a nod to, to Dane, like, bro, I see you. What's up, bro? I see, I see you, bro. What's up? I saw him last year. I was like, Tatum, Tatum. He was, was there too. I was like, Tatum, what's, what's up, bro? I see you, bro. I see, what's up? What's up? Last year at moving. the 2K event, uh, they brought us to like this place and Dave East was performing. And, like, Dame was doing some sort of trivia, like, 2K trivia. And I got one of the answers correct, but I didn't put my hand up. So, Dame was like, man, I said put your hands up. I was like, my fault, Dame. I just know the answers to all these questions. But, uh, yeah, so I'm, I saw him the, the year before as well. Anyway, so, uh, there was I, we, say, we say all that to say, is 2K going to be worth buying? Um, or, honest, or, wait, 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 let me all say this. Are you, are you paid to say that 2K is worth buying? No, why would I be paid? You know, my channel will go down the gutter the second I, I'm paid to say anything positive or negative about any game, any company. That oh yeah, that's right. I'm, 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 you're not supposed to admit that you're paid. Okay, my bad. Okay, so let me ask you. <laughs> let, me, let me ask a question: Is 2K gonna be worth buying this year? It depends on factor. If you're rich, obviously, yeah, just buy rich, any game. Oh you're rich. Uh, if you're not rich and you can only buy like one or two games this year, it depends on like. Yo, I, it's different for each person. I just know it's better than 18. And 18 was the worst 2K of all time, so that's not even saying much. Did you hear? Like, they have a whole day and night cycle for the parks. Finally, Private Prime is in. That changes everything for me when I'm streaming. I can finally just match up against teams I want to play against. We don't have to, like, queue up at the same time and do all... Like, a lot of the stuff we asked for is in there, but, you know, with 2K, anytime there's a new 2K, there's a lot of bullshit that comes with it. So, it really depends on the person, man. I don't know. Like, if somebody asked me, is Call of Duty worth buying? I'd say no. It's never worth buying for me since, like, Black Ops 2. But for some people, it is. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's my, uh... Some of the stuff looks, um... Some of the stuff looks interesting. What part gets you gassed? What did you see that you're like, that's tough? I saw... I saw... Well, I saw some animations that DeMarcus Cousins had on Twitter where he was, like, backing down. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That got me. I was like, oh, the post, post game is back? Is the post LeBron enough? has that, too, weirdly enough. So, if you use, like, the... The Lakers, LeBron's strength and post play. I, I need to send you this video someone sent me. And Mike Wang actually replied to it and said, bully ball. Because you literally can shove people out the way and it's not an offensive foul this year. It just, like, if you're a sharpshooter and LeBron is posting you up, like, it's a wrap. You're going to see some crazy animations. It's pretty cool. So that Also, rate, it might be overpowered. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but they, that's something I feel like they can always tone down. Um, yeah. So that right there, 
intrigued me. Also, I, I love the. Are you fact buying that, it? I didn't ask. Um, I'm yeah. Let, let's just say yeah, I'm buying it. Okay, let's say I'm buying it. All right, that's tough. That's tough. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. So I like the uh, I like that. I like the animation. Also, I, I like the fact that um, it seems like uh, it seems like the post play is gonna be good. I like the fact that the um. The shot meter is now on the at the top. It's not the bottom. The the shoe thing. I mean, around the feet and shoes. That wow. was that wasn't. I wasn't feeling that. I wasn't feeling the whole meter. You can change on. it. I know you can change, but I like yeah. the fact that, or at least you have options. But I like the fact that this. I mean, we have it now back at the top because that just that looks and feels more comfortable. There's a shot meter with every single shot attempt, regardless if it was a layup, post up, and the fact that they even took it out the game is pretty ridiculous. Because trying to post up over the past like year or two has been just so frustrating. Being a big man and not understanding if you're close or how like how good is the how good is the release and stuff like that. Uh, so that, that kind of got me gassed. Um, but just from a feature standpoint, I think, I think the one thing they're, they're trying to do is, or at least it feels like they're trying to do is have a little bit more liberty and freedom with the players and their, and what they can do when it comes to just the games and activities that they can have with their friends. So if like me, you and eight other people got together, we can run a five on five or at least a four on four with our, my players, if I'm not mistaken, right? I don't want mode. If we just want to go like, um, on pro am, yeah, yeah, like pro am, yeah, yeah. I you feel can like even do it on the park. You know that crew thing that was on the trailer. Yeah. Uh, Brian Mazik told me you can do like private parks. Like you could invite people and play three on three, which, which I like a lot because the micro camera's been asked forever. I feel like they should fix that. But until they yeah, do, exactly. Um, so like the fact that the fact that that's more available now. I feel like that's something that I'm going to be looking forward to. But um, outside of that, like the whole like changing night and day, I'm not. I mean, I really don't care about that. Um, and also the whole playing dodgeball. Yeah, that's kind of eh. we got to see how that's going to work oh, out. Oh, I need to make a video about that because on his stream, he said it's going to be. He said he teased that it was going to be a battle royale. Yeah, that. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. That would be kind of dope if like. Y'all, y'all all just started in, in somewhere. And it had to be like a battle royale. It can just be like, almost like Call of Duty, but for dodgeball. And you just like start at different parts of the I feel like if it was Team 1, Team 2, it would be boring. Battle royale, that shit would be tough. And he said there's VC rewards too. So uh, I don't know what you have to be to place for it. Honestly, I feel like it's going to be broken. That just seems like the type of shit that they wouldn't get right on the first try. But if it works well, it looks cool. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm not really, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a gamer, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm He's really, not. he plays I'm really 2K about and like Call of Duty sometimes. That's it. I'm talking about like, I, when I play 2K, it's not really like the one on one part stuff or the 3v3. I'm more of a 5v5 type of a guy. And yeah, so if, if they can kind of just get the animations correctly and, and just have a better feel of the game, which it definitely feels like that in the prelude, then I'll be good. Um, but all that other extra stuff to me, I'm not really a fan. I'm not, I mean, I'm, I, I can, I can become my guy. Everybody moved on from that. Unless you're playing my team. I don't know, bro. Dom 2K. Shout out to Dom, bro. Shout out to Dom 2K. He still be doing 5v5. Me and a couple people in the discord, we be doing a uh, 5v5 team up and stuff like that. I mean, if you got the right people, you can definitely pull a 5v5 off. It's yeah. Team like up is, team up is fun. But I think when private primes out, I think less people are going to play team up. Because now they could just do that with their own players. Yeah. So yeah, if you can get a private program, then that would definitely 
aid the process and, and like getting away from that. But still, 5v5, that's basically what I'm saying. I'd rather just like the 5v5 and having the mechanics of having um, four other teammates. But that's what got me gassed. That's what got me gassed. Yo, do you remember a Hip Hop Gamer? I, I saw him. I yeah, was, I, yo, I was like, right, he is like the biggest flip flopper, biggest money grab I've ever seen in my wait, life. Wait, was he talking shit about 2K before? Yeah, back in the day, he used to be on lives nuts, and now all of a sudden, yeah, he's on when 2K's When is back nuts. in the day? What year is that? Like, Elite. Elite 11. Like, not, not like, Jesus. no, Who not, like not elite? like, yeah, not, not like 08 or NBA Live 07. No, I'm talking about like, Within the last like three or four releases of NBA Live, even though yeah, I know they they kind of skipped out on a couple of releases. This man was on there nuts just a few releases ago, so he can miss me with all that. Honestly, I, saw, I, saw I was excited for Live Fourteen too because I thought after four years of not having a game that they were going to come out with the craziest. No, thing ever. no, I'm talking about and and when as far you know like those live guys, they'll be like, man, the game just feels so good and the graphics <laughs> look so good. And so they do it, this year though, the graphics. Oh no no no! Don't get me wrong. This year they finally do. But back in the day when they were looking trash, and yet people were still trying to like, nah, man, they're not really that bad. And so now <laughs> three three to four years later, when they actually really look good, you can cl- you can clearly just say, brother, look at look at what what y'all were trying to accept. Look at what y'all I saw were trying him to there. pass. I was on. talking with him. I was walking back to like the main area, and I think it was his girl. Um, but she stopped me. She's like, "Agent," and I'm like, "Yo, what's good?" She's like, "Oh, it's good to meet you." We were just talking about like gaming in general for a while. She's super chill. And then hip hop gamer turned around, and you know how he always carries the belt with him. Yeah, so that's that. like, yo, that's a brand if I ever fucking seen one. He got the white tank top. Uh, he got the belt with him, and I think he had on like. Uh, that's a costume agent. It's a costume. It's, it's a brand. It's a brand the same way Hobson wearing those contacts and videos as a brand or. But Hobson Nicki Minaj. can actually rap though. Well, I don't know. I actually don't. I haven't watched his content in a while, but it's exactly. cool to catch up with him. Exactly. I remember seeing him at E3 a couple years ago, and him and his squad were just wilding out the entire time. The whole crowd was like dead, and they're the only guys just hyping it up. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He, he he does pretty good at hyping things up. He does. He's uh. He's like one of the most energetic people. Uh, I don't know where he stood on 2K. He said one thing about bump steals. He said he didn't like them. Like, oh, they're back in the game this year. But I like bump steals. Stop um, dribbling. Dr- stop. Yeah. Yo, that's I, one, one thing. One thing I liked you, you that you said, and I know. I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm, I know for a fact. Me and you've had the conversation multiple times. And I'm pretty sure you've had this conversation with other people as well. But like, coming from like people who. Let's say we're good at the game. I think everybody that you know and majority of people that I know, we're definitely above average at the game. I just, I really and truly want 2K to get away from trying to adjust for people who are not willing to get better at the game. That's that's something that has annoyed me. But the problem over with the that is like, years. it's one thing in like Overwatch or Call of Duty to do that, right? But in 2K. Anytime something happens that's not realistic, everyone's like, but Steve Nash, if he shot the shot, it would have went in. But if when Kobe hits contested shot, but it's like when people start comparing it to reality, it's like you can't do that. It's a video game. But it's Treat not, like it's not even, game. but it's not even that. Like you said with the bump steals. If, yeah. if something happened to where, okay, I can kind of understand what you're saying with the bump steals and we can definitely have a different conversation. But like for the people who was like off a of pick and roll and then dribbling like trying to squeeze in between two defenders and then they get upset that it's a it's a bump steal. It's like, bro, you were you were just dribbling into a defender. 
Like, what do you, like, what do you want out of that? Like, I don't understand why it's that difficult for you to understand that you should not be able to get away with any dribble mechanics when you're three inches away from another defender. That doesn't make any sense. They want the, the, the bad players in the game want the game to be easier so they don't look bad, right? Like, when I first hopped on Fortnite, it would have been easier for me if Epic just made the game super easy and reduced the skills gap dramatically. Because then I, I wouldn't look so bad. But I was. And it's fine to be bad. And then, like, when you're watching Shroud play Rainbow Six and he's murdering it, you're like, yo, I just want to get to that. And it gets you to keep playing. But what 2K did for a very long time, and it seems like they're doing differently this time, is they're not trying to appease to the worst players. Because the worst players are going to complain when the game drops and they can't hit shots. Low, it is so much harder to hit shots. Like, they really punish you for bad timing. Even if the shit is, like, slightly early, like, chances you make it dramatically dip. So your aim has to be on point at all times. There's more bump steals. If you have a player like Giannis and you're throwing a weak pass in his direction, all of that is getting picked off. And it's about time they do that, to be honest. I know they've been talking about skills gaps for a while, but like, if they actually implement one and they don't cower it out when all the bad players get bad on day one, then I'm going to be super excited for 19. That's a fact, though. That's a fact. Um, but yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on, on 2K and stuff like that. But yeah, just for everybody out there who was, who was asking what happened, you know, Agent was busy. He went out there. He had to shake some hands, kiss some babies, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> had to had to talk to some people, you know. He had to he had to do his his other job, you know what I'm saying. He had to go out there and figure out what's going on with 2K, bro. Let us know on Twitter if you're gonna get 2K. We're gonna see if we can get something a little popping out here. And um, also, um, the person who won the um, what's the what's the thing? The bracket challenge. You're gonna get a um a 2K. I forgot about that. Jesus, we still haven't given that. Yeah, no. Damn, bro. I mean, We're but I mean, slacking. we can't. I mean, but we can't. We can't give him the game if the game hasn't released yet. I mean, you could give him like on Amazon or something, or like a code. Or oh yeah, I like guess that. we could. We could have done that. But yeah. Um. Anyway, going on to the NBA news. Um. Probably the biggest news that was going on over the past week and a half is that the uh. Well, two two big newses. Newses. <laughs> nice grammar, dude. Two two things happened. Um. Both the Los Angeles Lakers and the Houston Rockets got rid of two terrible contracts. The Los Angeles Lakers decided to stretch Luol Deng's contract and, and try to figure out how they can get him off the books moving forward. Uh, obviously, that's going to give them a little bit more flexibility in next year's offseason so they can play for another max contract player. And then on the other hand, you have the Houston Rockets finally getting rid of that Ryan Anderson contract. Ryan Anderson will be heading towards... We're heading to the Phoenix Suns in return. They receive, um, well, really the only key player they receive coming off the bench for them will be Brandon Knight. Um, what do you think about both moves for both teams? Uh, obviously it's, it's a salary dump for both teams who are trying to make some major moves in the next year or two because they understand the window that they have may be closing a little bit quicker than they may have been expecting. So what do you think this, this is going to bring for both organizations? Wait, could you you said Lowell Dang and who? I zoned out. There's a guy staring at me from the Wow. This guy right here. Ryan <laughs> He was just staring at me. He was I so uncomfortable. Ryan Anderson. Ryan Anderson. Oh, Ryan Anderson, yeah. Uh first of all, if I'm not mistaken, like teams only get one stretch, right? Mm. It's not infinite, is it? No, it's not infinite, but it's it's one stretch within like a like a, a certain amount of time. Like I can't remember like when's the next time they. So was it like the amnesty? Because I know the amnesty they just had one for the decade. So in 2010 they're like. Let's but see, I think I think it's one for five years, or or maybe 
one, just you can only have one stretch provision on your salary at a time. So you can't go out and stretch another player while you already have another uh, somebody else that's already on a stretch. Maybe I'll have to look. Through, well, I won't look through it because I'll make a new one in like a year. But um, I thought it was. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like they should have done that with those players a long time ago. All that really means is nobody at all wanted those players. And maybe they did want... Nobody wanted a package that included that player because they knew that it would be an immovable piece. And so when you see players like Alan Crabb get traded, you're like, how the fuck did they manage that? Like, credit. Because those players are hard to move because they're not worth their value. They're not worth what they cost to the team. Um, honestly, I don't know the exact numbers and details of how much room that opens up for either team come next year. I just know that Ryan Anderson, Lowell Dang are winning right now because they're going to end up getting their money and they get a chance to play for another team while they do it. So they're just making double double the money. Well, so, Ryan, Ryan Anderson just got traded. Lowell Dang is the one who's going to be stretched and then still have an opportunity to get another contract in the process. Um is Josh Smith still on a stretch? Is he still getting paid? I think he I think this is his last year actually. That's fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> these NBA players, man. Hey, we need to find out who the agent is for these players. And he needs to have some sort of award at the end of the day to even negotiate that contract to begin with. But I mean it's I guess it's a smart move. I don't really have much opinions on it. Uh I don't even know why they initially signed the Dang. I think everybody was scratching their heads when they did it. Well, I, I, like, I wasn't, I I wasn't scratching my head, but I was the amount of money was a little curious. Wasn't it? He came off. I'm pretty sure he came off playing with Thibodeau, getting injured over and over and over again with the Bulls, if I'm not mistaken, right? And then it's like you just beat him up and then devalued him as a player. He's dealing with all these injuries now. We don't know how valuable he's going to be to the next team. And then the Lakers are just like, oh, wait, what? But he, but he over- played. But he actually played fine in Miami, though. So it wasn't like he never. Uh, if if he went straight from. Um, um, Chicago to LA, then I definitely can understand what you're saying. But, but outside of that, I, I don't really. I mean, he played he played good enough in Miami for him to be a serviceable player. Um, just for a little bit more clarification, uh, the Lakers when they bought out and they stretched Luol Dang, he only walked away from seven point five million dollars in totality of his original contract, which left him which left him with thirty six point eight million dollars to to still be paid. Which just gave the Lakers thirty-eight Jesus. million dollars to play in salary cap for the upcoming free agency. So both teams. So are, how much is it per year that he gets paid? Um, well, I gotta figure you know? that out. Now I'm not, I don't know the top of my head, but just to, just to let you just just to let everybody know, the Lakers ha- will have. Um, they just cleared out thirty-eight million dollars in um, salary cap next year, which means that they not only could go after. A marquee free agent, but they could still add a couple more pieces here and there if they want to. Um, to me, it's it's very obvious that they're trying to, you know, clear things out. Uh, not only will Kawhi Leonard be a free agent next year, but also Jimmy Butler. Not necessarily saying that they're going to get either one of them, but I, I definitely see what they're trying to do in the Lakers with now Matt you're, Johnson. You're being too reserved, though. Do you think? Do you think one of those players is going to be on the team? I think I. What's come on, man? What's in your heart? My heart is telling me Jimmy Butler is going to play with Kyrie in New York. In New York, what the fuck? He just made so. <laughs> I think I think I think Jimmy Butler and Kyrie actually want to play with one another. 
It's not. Why, it's not. It's not even. A th- it's not even a thing. It's not even a thing. Jimmy Butler has openly stated that he wants to play with Kyrie. That's not even. Yeah, it's not even like a. I kind of sort of think that Jimmy Butler has openly admitted he wants to play with Kyrie. But why? I don't. The New York part is the confusing part. I don't. Well, the, the New York part. New York is the is the only team, if I'm not mistaken, that has the the cap flexibility to go give money to both of them, and also. They're, that's both where I think I know for a fact that's where Kyrie wants to play, and if Jimmy Butler I has know that to, for a fact, man. Well, that was one of the teams that he was requesting to be traded to, so that would imply that he would want to play there. But um, now he's—I mean, I'm just saying he's in—I would think the perfect situation. I mean, I'm not saying that he's willing to leave that situation. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is that hey, I, I'll say this: I even go further than saying that I don't think by the end of the season, especially the way that Western Conference is built. And even if they make the playoffs, I don't, I still don't think they'll be successful enough to convince Jimmy Butler to stay. And so I think Jimmy Butler will definitely be in play for the upcoming offseason. What do you think about a trade for like Gordon Hayward, uh, a package including Gordon Hayward to get Jimmy Butler? At least the Timberwolves will get a talented player out of what's likely looking like they a would, situation where Jimmy they just would, leaves. they would have to, they would have to make sure that both Kyrie and Butler are willing to stay. Because here's the thing, I agree with you. If I am Boston, I am doing whatever I can to make sure Kyrie stays, and I would be willing to trade away Gordon Hayward to go after a Jimmy Butler. I would be, I be, I would be willing to do that. Do you remember when Kyrie was leaving? Uh, the, what we heard, we never heard it from him, but the reports were unanimous in that he wanted to be the leader of his own team. And he didn't want to be second fiddle to a LeBron James. And he got exactly what he wanted with Boston. I, I do think that there was a few other teams that he could have also done that with. But I think given the situation, he's on a team that can not only win a championship, but that he's the head of. So knowing that and knowing historically how much Boston's been able to win on top of like, Jesus, like their coaching staff is on point. I, I can't imagine he leaves like. Something drastic would have to happen this year for him to leave. And assuming, I think, Boston has his bird rights, they would also be able to offer him the most. Like, I think if they did want to swing for the fences, because eventually someone's going to have to take down Golden State. If Boston wants to be the team that dominates the East year over year, the way that LeBron did with the Cavs, I, don't, I know it's risky, but the thing is, since they have so much fucking depth, they could take a risk like that, and even if it fails, they could still have so much talent in players like Jason Tatum and Brown, and even their bench players like Terry Rozier could come up. Like they, they still have options to continue to build. It's not like the Raptors, where if Kawhi leaves, it's like they lost everything, right? Boston can still find a way to bounce back. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, again, like I said, I, I want to be clear. I, I definitely believe that. Boston is a um, it's a really good situation. I I don't think that Kyrie should leave. However, if Kyrie were to leave and there would be a conversation between him and Jimmy Butler, then I can see them in New York. But if if the whole thing with Jimmy Butler going to New York doesn't work out, then I I think that L.A. would probably be on definitely be on the on the short list of of teams that he would want to go to. However, I would still rather have Kawhi and. Depending on how good the season that he has and, and what happens in Toronto, depending on how that goes, then I could easily see him coming to um 
coming over to LA, man, playing for the Lakers, man, and uh, building this team. They're probably still gonna lose to the um to the Warriors, unfortunately. <laughs> Every team is probably still gonna lose to the Warriors. <laughs> That's fucked up. How much of a stronghold they have on the whole league, man. But uh, yeah. So that that was obviously the two biggest things right there. Also, um, speaking of the Warriors, I know you probably don't care about this, but Walt Frazier said that Kevin Durant and his rings have an asterisk next to them because um he's on a super team that's made and he's not. Who said really that? Walt Frazier. Oh, my guy Walt. I used to fuck it up with him on 2K13. I remember him. Remember Byron Scott on 2K13? <laughs> that wasn't 2K. That was like 2K16. Oh, 2K16. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, okay. man. Um, I remember, too. Pretty sure that has nothing really to do with... I mean, I'm pretty sure you don't care about that. Do you? I mean, I mean, I, he has an opinion. He's allowed to say his opinion. People need to stop. Is I, I get it. You can react to his opinion all you want, but don't get mad that he said it, because then... I always say this. I'd rather have him say something and you agree or disagree with it than people just stay silent because they're worried about what people's reactions are going to be to their opinion. It's their opinion. You have an opinion that LeBron's the greatest of all time or Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time. And every other NBA player has an opinion about who they believe is the greatest of all time. But if one of them came out and said it, everyone would freak out. Like, how could you say that? You don't think he's a good player? Oh, pathetic. They'd be doing that, man. Um, But yeah. True. Yo, did you? Can we talk about this a little? Did you read Embiid's uh, he on the Players Tribune? I think uh, is that what it's called? Like the Players Association's thing where they write. Embiid came out with his article about his story coming to the NBA. Please tell me you read that. No, I think I saw you tweet about it though. Dude, it was so good. You should go read it. I don't even want to spoil the story. I don't like that, but like, I'm gonna if, say, just say it. What the hell? All right, fine. I'll say it. Um, but it was written really good, so like, if you do want to read it, go ahead and do that. Anyway, so basically, like, he's in Cameroon. His parents are super strict, like all African parents. And so uh, he was trying to say, like, basically, he would come home from school, do school, 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 go to sleep, wake up, do school some more. Like, he was saying Americans have it super easy. And so one day, he decided to just pick up a basketball and play. And then there was a place where he can play and he also played soccer a lot. Long story short, basketball became his love, and that's all he wanted to do. And then he he joined this basketball camp. I forgot which NBA player it might have been. It might have been Luke Shadon Bamute. Uh, brought him to his camp just because he was tall, not because of any other merit. And then he talked about his story of feeling embarrassed, felt like he wasn't good enough to play with some of these guys, and then making his way to Kansas and getting destroyed by, by Tariq Black. Do you remember that guy? Yeah. Uh, and then he said that he almost wanted to quit. He literally went to the coach and he's like, this is not for me. Uh, redshirt me for the first year. And then he got through all of that and then talked about how he went on YouTube to search. Uh, instead of searching like the best shooting forum, like most people might do, he's like, white people have great shooting forums. So he literally went on YouTube and searched white person shooting and replicated that forum. And then he said when he learned how to shoot, like, his game became unstoppable because people couldn't sag off him anymore. And he was kind of just walking people through his story. And to, to see it come full circle at the end of the article, dude, I, I already love Embiid. He's my favorite and most exciting player to watch for me in the NBA. But he's, like, the most down-to-earth guy. He doesn't filter anything. He just says what's on his mind. And it's crazy to think. He said the first time he played basketball low was when he was 16. That is crazy. That is yeah. insane. Yeah, it, it is crazy, but it's it's that's not unheard of though. There's players like that. Who else? 
If I'm not mistaken, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, Hakeem is like that as well. Oh, that's you know how much raw. There's, like there's, there's players who who like who play like soccer. I think Hakeem is one of them too who played soccer for a good portion of his career, or not career of like his young like young upcoming upbringing or whatever. And then eventually he's like, oh yeah, I can play, I can play uh. I, play basketball I thought it was interesting that his parents didn't want him doing sports, but he would sneak and do it before his mom came home. And he would have people look out, so the second he's, he heard the car, he would sprint home and pretend like he was studying. But he, in, at the end of the article, he didn't even say, like, my mom was like, she didn't really believe in me. He said that he almost, like, complimented his parents because he's like, the discipline he learned going all he went through through his childhood is what braced him to be the player he is now. And, like... In in a way less athletic version, it was like that for me too. With everything, my parents were just like go to school, go to school, go to school, and I was like, nah, this YouTube thing is nice, but it wasn't working. And then eventually, it blew up, and still, my parents told me to go back to school because like that's just the way they know. But anyway, I just had a lot to relate to. Uh, Embiid is a really cool, down to earth guy. If he wrote a book, I would buy that shit ten times. That's what I know. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I'll buy his book, but he's he's definitely an interesting person. I would have read to, it, um, please read it, Lois. Yeah, I'll read. I'll read it. I'll give, I'll give it a chance. You know, I'm not really a, a reading person, but we'll, we'll figure out what he got something to say. If he has something to say, then he'll, he'll have something to say, man. <laughs> you just you just said like three sentences that went in entire circle. <laughs> I'm just saying, if he got something yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah, 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 yeah. No he got something to say, man. Um, yeah, so he also mentioned the Giants of Africa thing. Uh, do you know like the thing Masai runs? Um, like the camp that they do over the summer and they get some like African talent and they put them all in one place. And they try and showcase it. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't even know, like, I don't even know a camp like that had that much impact. That's pretty cool. Sure. They didn't even do something like that in China. There's so many people there, probably some insanely talented guys nobody really knows about yet. Get them when they're like 15, develop them, teach them. Oh, did you see my video? Which video? The one I disrespected Steve Nash. I, honestly, Lo, I watched two minutes of it and I couldn't do any more. It was too disrespectful. <laughs> All right, keep going, keep going. I can't believe you dropped that video, though. I was so disappointed. He's overrated, bro. Cut, cut it out, cut it out, cut it out, cut it out. How is he over... I mean, you explained it in the video, but I just disagree a lot. Nah, he's just overrated. I mean, he's, he's a great player, though. Let's not ever get a mistake. He's de- he definitely top 50 all time. Like, that's, Stop. <laughs> what? He can't be top... He's not top 50? No, because here's what you're doing. You just talked all this... Uh, Talked all negative about him, like he, he isn't really worth shit. I did a I did a poll where people thought that majority of people who voted thought he was a I top saw. thirty player, bro. Like I can't like when when you do get, you have your top thirty list, low? Yeah, I do actually. He's not. Do you want to say it for 30. the podcast? Because I think I could name a couple people that he could beat out there, bro. Oh my god! I, did you I, drop a video yet on your top fifty that you've been working on forever now? No, I, I didn't. I'm still trying to figure out the best way to format it without making it too long. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. You know uh, I'm who's saying. 30th? Who's 30th? Um, hold on, let me get it real quick, bro. Let me pull it out, man. God damn, pause. pause, pause. I, I bet he doesn't have it. He's just going to make some shit up right now. No, I do have it. I'm going to pull it up right now. Yeah, yeah, I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. Number 30 is John Havlicek. Uh, do you want me to say it or do you just know it? <laughs> I don't. I mean, what, what is, what's, wrong, what's wrong with John Havlicek? Nah, it's fine, man. He's a great player. You're right. Exactly. And then after that is Rick Barry, and after that is is Clyde Drexler. Wait, are you saying that's after thirty or before thirty? No, before thirty. Excuse me. Okay. 
So All right. I don't know how Drop that fucking video, man. What are you waiting for? I don't know how uh I don't know how Steve Nash better than him. I don't know. I don't know. If hey. they'll if those are my 30, 29, 28, I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Yeah, you caught a lot of heat for that video. Some people, I feel bad for you because like it's some. It's like this sometimes when I talk about live versus two K, but it happens to you a lot when like if someone just reads the title and they're like, <gasps> "My favorite player, how pathetic! This guy doesn't know anything." And you then know, they so crazy. Want- the last video was just like that, where people are like literally commenting, like, "Oh my god, why are you disrespecting Kobe?" And it's like, actually, I'm not. Not, I'm actually not disrespecting Kobe. I'm actually debunking things that people say about Kobe that may not factually be correct. But, like, you can clearly tell, like, yeah, but you're not watching the video, so it doesn't really even matter. That's kind of crazy to me. But it's like, that's that's just outrage culture. People just get mad about anything before they even watch it. True. People um, need to do a better job of understanding in 2018. True, true, true. Also, while we go on this, another big topic, uh, Manny Ginobili retired. Oh, yeah, that was sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was sad. I mean, it was definitely. His time. Was it not sad? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't consider retiring sad. No, I don't. I don't consider it sad. Of course it is, because you'll never see. You might if if he, if he shows up in the big three. <laughs> what a face! No, it's just that I feel like I feel like he did. He did what he was supposed to. But he he accomplished a lot. It's not like he um. For example, it was it's, it was kind of sad to see Steve Nash in his career without a championship. That that was sad. But like right now, like people ask me all the time, like how do I feel about you know um, Dirk sweeping uh, Kobe right in 2011? And to be honest, with you, I, I really don't I don't care like that. I'm, I'm actually happy that Dirk went on to win a championship. Like I, I'm actually excited that. At the end of his career, he can call himself a champion because that would have been really the only thing in his career, especially of a player of his status that was unable to accomplish is a championship. Same thing with Kevin Garnett. I don't have a problem with KG winning a championship in 08 beating Kobe because I'm actually happy that he won a championship. Um, so, you know, Manu, he accomplished so much in his career. I'm, I'm not sad. I'm, I'm happy I'm able to look back at it and look at what he was able to accomplish. I'm, I, I can definitely say I'm privileged to say that I, I actually watched his prime and, and saw what he was able to do in a very short window of, of time, regardless if it was a small window of, of his prime, because obviously he was dealing with injuries from time to time, or even just a small window of opportunity he got when he was on the court because he was coming off the bench for a good chunk of his career. But man, man, was nasty, man. I, I don't, I don't feel, I'm not sad. I'm not, I'm happy that he was able to, um, play in the NBA and I'm, I'm happy I, I watched him, man. I'm definitely not sad. I'm sad. It's sad anytime the players I grew up watching retire because you won't see him play no more. No, I cried when Kobe retired. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> man, I was, I literally like, I blocked off the whole day. I got my, uh, uh, my comfort food laid on my bed. Pulled up the laptop, went to NBA Reddit. It's <laughs> like, so God, I was watching it, bro. And I I had to post it up on the wall and everything. I've never felt more but, gas than that. But, but um, Manu, Manu Hall of Famer, right? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, you're, it's, the answer should have been, of course. Is it that obvious? Yes, it's that obvious. Bro. I just think to myself, if, yeah, if Ben Wallace is struggling, then like we got to really sit and think, you know? If or I'll say this, if Manu, here's a really good question. If if it was an NBA Hall of Fame, 
he might not get in. I, I don't know. We had to really double check that. If it was an NBA Hall of Fame, he might not get in. But if because it's a basketball Hall of Fame, which is you have to take into account what he accomplished in the NBA along with what he accomplished overseas. And Manu was What's on the team. Like FIBA? <laughs> no, and, and like also like also in the Olympics though as well. Manu, if I'm not mistaken, Manu was on the team, that Argentina team that beat the United States. What was that? Oh, what was it? That 04? Manu was on, I think, it, it made it either Manu or, or maybe... Um, Am I the only that, one that, that thinks Manu? that shit shouldn't count in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, in 2004, yeah. In 2004, Manu was on the team that eventually beat the um, the 04 men's team. And that 04 men's team has some has some Hall of Famers on the roster and they still won. Hey, run to the Do you know the Hall of Famers on that team? Shit, I know Kobe was on that team. I think Jason Kidd was on that team too. Yo, yo, yo. Lo, I just noticed something. What's it has that? nothing to do with the podcast, bro, but there are fucking apples that grow out of my tree in the backyard. What? Yo. Oh shit. That's probably not healthy to eat. You don't care about that. I just thought that was cool. How's it not healthy to eat? Cause I don't, I don't know what kind of like chemicals or whatever's in there. Like the birds are all up in wait, the trees. Whoa, 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 whoa! Say that one more time. You don't know wait. what type of what is in there. You don't just because an apple grows on a tree doesn't mean the shit is good to eat. You know? No, but you said wait, agent, time on. You said you don't know what type of chemicals are in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, you're not that stupid. Come on. It's not about being stupid, bro. Like when farmers like. When they're harvesting agent, whether it's apples, agent, peaches, or whatever, like agent, come on, bro, you're not that stupid. Come on, they they water them, they get nice sunlight, they treat like you know. Sometimes if it's like you know, if it's all about the money, they'll put some pesticides on them. But you're not. But it's in the back of your. You know, like are you, you are know, you like putting berries, pesticide on your tree. You know, like those berries you're not supposed to eat because like they got some fucking poison in them. You know those ones that like you went to camp one time and then you thought about eating them. They're like, yo, don't eat the don't eat the berries. They'll kill you. Anyway, there's small apples. I don't know when they're going to grow big. Do you want an apple, though? I can send you one. If, if you think it's perfectly healthy to eat, you can eat it. Agent, I know you're not, I know you're not trying Lo, to I tell me. I will send you one of these apples. You take a bite, and you get back to me on the next podcast. All I'm saying is I know you're not telling me. But what if that... worms went in it, my guy? Or what if the birds was pecking on it, and the bird pecked on some dog shit earlier? Like, you never know. But you can say you the never same. Know. Okay, all right, Agent. You got it. You got it. It's outside, bro. You said, chem- you said chemicals, though. Come on. Come on, coach. Yeah, like, what if, like, you know, acid rain was dropping and it hit the apple? Yo, that, that um, going back to the thing, that team also had, um, that team had a lot of players. <laughs> that team had Tim Duncan. That team had Carlos Boozer, Sean Marion, <laughs> Stefan Marbury, Lamar Odom. He's, a US, he's obviously the USA. That team, that team had D. Wade. I don't know. I don't know how to lie. That might have been the worst U.S. team. Was Kobe on his team? I gotta figure out if Kobe was on his team or not. All I know is that Argentina got the gold and they end up beating. Um, they beat Italy in the in the gold medal. Um, they beat they beat Italy in the gold medal. United States beat bronze in the. Uh, I mean, United States beat um, Lithuania in the bronze Lithuania. cup. And How did they then, make it that far? Lithuania has like nobody. Hey man, they they were they were winning games, and then in the in the semifinals, Argentina beat United States, and Ginobili led that team with uh, twenty nine points. Do you remember like Iverson the... was on that team too? 
That team might have been sus. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. That you team. Said Carlos Boozer and Lamar Odom. That's all I needed to hear, my guy. But that's see, they still had D Wade, Iverson, and Tim Duncan. Still, I know that team should have won regardless. But like, when you look, when you start to compare that team to other, uh, I was gonna say World Cup, Olympic, U.S. teams. I don't know, man. Mm, I don't know. They not. They not. They shouldn't be. Uh, Manu's, you know, I mean, Manu, Manu's nice, but he shouldn't be leading no team past Tim Duncan. What if Tim Duncan tanked that that year? Chill out. What the, yeah, chill, make, chill, 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 chill. And I'm not trying to, obviously not trying to take nothing away from Manu, but what if he tanked that year to give Manu the ring? I mean, the gold. Relax, buddy. Unless he shot like four for twenty-two, then as a side much. note, Kobe was not on this team. That's why they lost. They had Iverson, Stephon Marbury, D. Wade, Carlos Boozer, Carmelo Anthony, LeBron. Trash. Y'all niggas trash. Ameka Okafor, <laughs> Sean Marion, Amari Stoudemire, Tim Duncan, Lamar Odom, and Richard Jefferson. How y'all lose, bro? Y'all had they had LeBron, D. Wade, Iverson. Bro, Tim Duncan tank. But bro. like that's, Tim Duncan tank. He tank. He tank. He, he said 0-4, right? They just got in the NBA, man. So what? I know they still should have won, but like that's not prime. Tim Duncan bro. was a team captain, bro. He tanked. Uh Timmy D, bro. He tank. He tank. He wanted Manu to get that shit, bro. Do you remember like in the two thousands when it was like US was on top and then like Argentina and Brazil were the next two? And I think Brazil had like who was that guy with the frizzy ass hair? Who was he? Center. Uh, was it Nene? I don't remember. Uh, who, Virgil? They had Raja Bell. They had like some cool ass 78 overall players on that team. They had like they had like a few of those. And then Argentina had like a couple 80s and then everybody else kind of just dropped off. But that was enough for them to always get like silver and bronze. And I remember there was one year where Brazil had like a huge upset as well. It's kind of pathetic that the U.S. doesn't win that every year. But you know what's funny, though? When the U.S. plays, like, Nigeria and they win by, like, 90. That is, like, why would they even have that yeah. matchup? See, in 2008, it was Carlos Boozer came back again. Carlos Boozer's like, I'm going to get my gold medal. <laughs> it was Carlos Boozer. Then Jason Kidd came back as well. LeBron, Darren Williams, Michael Red, D-Way, Kobe, Dwight Howard, Chris Bosh, Chris Paul, Tayshawn Prince and Carmelo. We was like, bro, Tim it's Duncan. A way better team. Tim Duncan got to get out of here, coach. Wait, Kobe's not on there? No, Kobe's on there, yeah. 2008 is the year when Kobe went off. In the, um, 2008 was nice for Kobe. Yeah, 2008 is the year Kobe went off. And that's that's the same. I'm assuming that's the one you're referring to where, like, um, Olympic Melo started to arise. And Melo went off in that 2008 um, run as well. Um, Is Tim Duncan better than Kobe? Are you asking for my biased opinion? I'm just asking you. Are you talking about like overall all time? Is sorry, right, let me refer refer ref, Jesus Christ, rephrase it. Is Tim Duncan greater than Kobe? What 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 did that what was that emphasis for? What does that mean? I said better at first, now I'm saying greater. Isn't that the same fucking thing, my guy? No, it's not. You're Jesus Christ, you're stupid. What? You just use a synonym for another word and then say it's different things. Um let me let me figure out what's an example. 
<laughs> Yo, come on, Car- Carl Anthony. Car- Carl Anthony. Uh, yeah. Let's just uh, let's say hypothetically speaking. All right, Hakeem is better than Bill Russell, but Bill Russell might be greater than Hakeem. So basically, you're saying if you have more accomplishments, and that makes it's you greater. A, a co- accomplishments, talent is, is a whole bunch of other stuff that has to take into account. But if you're just talking about who's a better player, that's just strictly talent and skills. Who's more accomplished? I feel like they're both equally accomplished players. So that's why I'm asking you who's a greater player. I like Kobe way better. I think he's more exciting. That's not. I didn't. I, ask, think, I didn't. I didn't ask you who you, you like. I think that Kobe had to go through a whole lot more bullshit over his career, and he didn't have that same continuity that Tim Duncan did. Well, that's that's because of Kobe's fault. That's Kobe's fault. It's not his organization's fault. No, that's Kobe's fault. How is that Kobe's fault? He ran away, shot. Let me. <laughs> now I get that. Like I think Tim Duncan just off. Uh, what we've heard in reports seems like an easier person to work with than Kobe. Yeah. But that doesn't mean Kobe drove players away or that he was more difficult to work with or that when there was issues of continuity that it was his fault. Um, I don't know, man. They're both really good. Could we Like, if, if we could ever just call a draw, could we do it right now, man? Could we call a draw on this one? No. I don't know. What's your answer? I'm asking you, bro. I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know the answer, man. It's your opinion. I like, but my opinion is biased because I would choose Kobe any day. I I I uh, I struggle with this. I struggle with it myself. That's why I want to figure out what you had to say, man. But on on a regular day, I normally pick Kobe. But I mean, on a regular day, excuse me, on a regular day, I normally pick pick Duncan. But I'm going back through Duncan's career, and it's pretty. Uh-oh, wait, 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 yo, you gotta be careful what you're gonna say next, man, it sounds like you're gonna say something crazy. No, it's just, it's certain parts of his career is kind of suspect, you know? Okay. Like, especially if we talk about greater, it's just weird how Kobe went to more finals and finished with the same amount of rings, right? And Kobe, Kobe, like you said, he had a lot more stuff going on in his career, regardless if it was his fault or not. It was never, like you said, the same level of continuity that ran throughout his career. And the fact that he was able to, like, win with Shaq and then turn around. And as soon as an all-star to all-NBA player was on his team and pal, they immediately made it to the finals that year while also beating the Spurs in the process. A lot of people like to over-exaggerate some of the players' value on that team. Like, they'd be like, Bynum was actually an all-star? and Come on, yo. Bynum is an all-star the same way, like, the same way Pierre Garçon was an 89 overall player when Peyton Manning was throwing the ball to him. It's just he made him a better player because he was playing with Peyton. That's Peyton right there, right? But Pierre Garçon went on the Redskins, and yeah, he's aight, but he's not what Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne were, right? Yeah. And then he fell off. I mean, I know he dealt with injuries, but that whole 76ers thing where he didn't even play a whole game there. Powell was like his... Pat was good. The only, I'd say, really good player on that team aside from Kobe, and they still made it work. Do you guys remember? Do you guys, people forget, like, they had to roll with, like, DJ Mabenga. They had Derek people, Fisher running minutes. People be OD, like, because I, I be having this conversation with people, and they be like, bro, he had Andrew Bynum. And I'm like, bro, if you don't shut the hell up, Andrew, like, people low key be overhyping certain players that Kobe played with just so he they can make it seem like he was playing with this all star ass squad. 
Andrew Bynum barely played any games, and even when he did play, he wasn't he wasn't even an All Star All NBA performer until like 2013, like the literally the year before they end up trading him. So like this idea that like Kobe played with a whole bunch of a stacked ass roster, man, spare me. Like you said, Powell was really the only other All Star All NBA performer, and that's not even like me trying to like belittle what everybody else did because I love me some D fish now. Don't, <laughs> hey, don't ever get that mistaken. I love oh, me bad. some D fish, man. I love me some, some LO, some Lamar Odom. Don't, don't ever get that mistaken. And y'all already know how I feel about my man DJ Vlad Rag. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't, don't ever, don't ever get that mistaken. But like when I be like, like again, like Duncan, he came in the league with, with Robinson. And, and again, let me be clear. It's not like Robinson was like, like he wasn't in his prime anymore. But then like very shortly after that, he had Tony Parker and Manu had Bruce Bowen on the perimeter who was an all defensive team performer and basically ran with that for a good chunk of his career. And then they switched out, um, he switched out Bowen for Kawhi and Danny Green. Like I, like that's, and again, I'm not saying I'm not trying to take that away from him, but it's just weird. Like certain years. Like, Tim Duncan should have never gotten knocked out in the first round at any point in his career. But it happened. And I don't know how it happened. Dang, if you, I'm telling you right now, if you drop that video, you about to catch the entire it's not, It's not even really hate. It's just like, I'm just trying to, like, understand. I just, I don't understand how, how Tim Duncan and them, like, never won back-to-back championships. Like, stuff like that kind of is weird to me. But Kobe, as soon as, like, he got, again, as soon as a all, another all-NBA performer was on his roster, or another all-star was on his roster, they made three straight final trips and won two championships back-to-back. Like, immediately. Like, it didn't take them, like, no, uh, give it a year or two to figure out. No, like, literally the the same year that he got Powell, and Powell played, like, 27 regular season games with the Lakers, they immediately went to the finals that exact same year and beat the Spurs in the process. Like that's to me, the stuff like that is kind of weird. Like I don't, I don't you know how that You should do that, that for a video, man. Just go back uh, through all the times those two met in the playoffs. Talk about the context, obviously, like what they were coming in with, the rosters, etc. That would be a really dope video if you can like get actual numbers. Like Tim Duncan performed like this in this game. They lost this series like this, and the reason they lost this series was because of that. And then, I mean, I feel like any conclusion you come up with is going to piss off the other I'm about to say, half that's of people that's, that disagree. It's, it's, everybody's going to be pissed <laughs> off anyway. Like in 2008, they made it to the conference finals, lost to the Lakers. All right, cool. But then in 2009, they get knocked out in the first round. 2010, second round, but they get swept. And in 2011, they get knocked out in the first round again. Like I don't like that. Like I don't know how that happens. Who are these teams that were getting knocked out by? Do you know? They got knocked out in the first round by the Memphis Grizzlies in 2011. No no knock on the Memphis Grizzlies, but it's the Memphis Grizzlies. 2010, they get swept by the Suns. No knock on the Suns. You know, I know people think I hate Steve Nash, but it's the Suns. You shouldn't be getting swept by them. And then in 2009, they got knocked out in the first round by the Dallas Mavericks. Hey, no, no shade on the Dallas Mavericks, but I don't know how you lose in the first round to the Mavericks. I just I don't know. <laughs> He's like no shade to these guys, but here, hold up, man, let me throw some shade anyway. Like, but all I'm saying is like I, I like I hear like pe- people like even in the video I just dropped, but like even when people try to criticize Kobe, they're like in the heart of Kobe Prime, he got knocked out in the first round two times, and it's like 
Tim Duncan had help, and he was still getting knocked Wait, down what the first round. Like the 06, 07? Yeah, like like oh like oh yeah oh six and oh seven yeah. Those two years when he got knocked out by the um, those two years where he had no fucking teammates. Like no, no, te- no teammate, no teammate, no teammate, and shouldn't have even been close to even beating those teams. But took the Phoenix Suns one year to seven games. Like yeah, that those years. Like I don't, I don't know, bro. I feel like people when they and I, I mean I don't know how you deal with it. It happens way less in the two K community, but in the NBA community, people have a conclusion that they already agree with. And then they only ever look for and twist evidence that helps support their conclusion. And even when evidence appears on that would oppose the way they think, they just they either suppress it, pretend it doesn't exist, or come up with some sort of explanation as to why it doesn't matter or it has no merit, even when in reality it does. It's a lot of hypocrisy and like... Going through the comments of some of these NBA videos, bro, I just I just lose too many brain cells, dead ass. And it happens too often. I get that you have an opinion and that you want to be right, and so we're going to get to arguing. But at a certain point, man, you have to concede, especially if all the facts are against you. Fact it's, like, it's like that with everything, but it happens a lot in sports, especially in that, when people are talking about NBA. I don't even know how you go through your comment section and not want to like just facepalm the whole time. There's a lot of stupid in there, man. True, true, true. Um, any any other things that's that's new though? What's what's going on in uh in Toronto, bro? What's, what's up with y'all? Uh, I don't know. We haven't had an update, man. I have no idea what's going on. I assume Kawhi is gearing up for Toronto winters. That'd be wild if if he don't play a single game. I'm that would. Gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna be, say. I'm, I'm not gonna jinx it, but that <laughs> that would. That would be some Andrew Bynum shit right there. That would be ridiculous. That would be ridiculous. Would you still have to pay him if he didn't play? But if it's 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 because of injury, though. Oh, if it's because of injury, yeah. I don't yep. think it is because remember Steve Nash had the the nerve issues in his back. That was an injury, but he still had to play a certain amount of games to get his. Check. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you, he would play a certain amount of games, but yeah, you you would still have to pay him. He would play like the last ten in April and be like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Send the check this way. <laughs> I heard something about because when D Rose were the same thing that like they still paid him, but insurance kind of covered it. But obviously, if he but he only covers like a certain amount, so they only had to pay him a certain amount. But if it was like if you played a certain amount of game like Steve Nash, then he would get like the full contracts. That's crazy. I didn't even know they had player insurance. That is wild. Yeah, I wonder how much that costs. You think D Rose insurance is off the fucking charts? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> What if they? What if up, that was yeah. just a D Rose thing, though? What if what what I'm saying is it like a, a rule that they instituted because of D Rose? They would be probably cool. name it after him. Don't the they D already Rose have a Rose rule? Sh- yeah, they have a Rose rule, but that's more yeah. so because of. I thought it was because of salary cap and paying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so they would have to call something like the Derek rule, like because they already use his last name for. Or a no, rule. they can just call it Rose Insurance. Man, that sounds like that sounds like an insurance firm, a mom and pop shop in Oklahoma. There you go, bro. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be the craziest thing to assume, especially in sports where a lot of injuries happen, like football, that they have insurance so that actually no, because in the NFL they don't even have guaranteed contracts. Yeah. So in the NBA it might make more sense. True. You know what's funny? I saw a tweet low. That was like, uh, I think Odell Beckham got a big paycheck. Like, he got an extension or whatever. And then someone was like, ain't it crazy that, like, fucking Gallinari can pull up to 
Odell Beckham and outspend him at the club because Gallinari makes a fuck ton of money. And he's like a mid-tier basketball player. He's like a, he's a guy who's in the starting lineup. Oh, he, speaking of this, I'm, I hate to cut you off, but like it kind of ties what we're talking about. So WNBA players don't get paid that much money. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even start with that. Yo, yo, going into what you were saying, let's talk about should they get paid more? Should they be getting that check? Why do they feel like they deserve it? Cause it's cause they playing basketball. That's why. But why why isn't why isn't the Turkish league getting that money or the Chinese league or the Euro league? Well, apparent. Well, to defend them on this end, they did. Many people are saying that they get paid more money actually overseas than they get paid. Um, but that's true for the the G League as well. If you want, go ahead, go ahead, play in Euro League. You'll make more money. But that also means for those players that there's less opportunity because they're not in the biggest league, the one with well, the most you, amount of Well, that's, that's different because if you, you, you the reason why you would stay in the G League because you would have a better opportunity to go to the NBA, whereas the WNBA, it's not like the, the opportunity gets even higher up in, in the States. That's the that's the greatest opportunity no, you have. No, but the, the Mer- America has the biggest basketball market. So if it's still about making money, then... Your best chance of making money is in the country where they spend the most on the thing that you're good at. So basketball. why so why is it that they're not making enough money, agent? That's crazy. I saw I saw a WNBA player. Which one was it? The one that dunked a couple times and everyone got excited about? Oh, Brittany Grinder. I I heard her uh I think it was her say that she can beat DeMarcus Cousins yeah, in a game of one-on-one. And it's I just her. thought to myself like, fuck you couldn't even beat the top high school players in Canada in a game of one-on-one, let alone the best at his craft. Probably the best center in the NBA, unless we toss Joel Embiid in the mix. I mean, we, would obviously, we would obviously throw Joel Embiid in the mix. All right, but, just for, say, for the sake of this argument. I'm twisting here. You see me doing it? Um, um, they that's need crazy. A, they need to lower the rims, though. That's, the, that's all they got to do. <laughs> if they lower the rims, no one's going to respect it. <laughs> well, do people already respect it now? Yeah, plenty of, I mean, it gets the jokes, obviously. The same way, like, the NBA 2K League gets jokes, because it's, like, it's different. But I think people do respect it. But they, but they already, they have smaller balls. The three-point line is closer to the rim. And the the quarters are shorter. Do you know if the three-point lines are college or high school? I I don't think it's high school. I think it's college. So, when the three-point line goes around. I know it's closer. You know the semicircle after the free throw line? Mm -hmm. Does that touch the three-point line? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't touch the three point. That'd okay. be wild. That'd it's be wild. college. Yes, yeah, college. Yeah. Um. Uh, but I'm saying all that. I'm. I'm not even trying to be funny. They should just lower the um, the basket. Then make make the players easier for them to dunk the ball. That's not it, yo. I think. That I think it. that's it because they have to make it more exciting. That that's really the problem. I agree with that. Yep. Yep. But no. But I just don't think they have to find another way to do it. That's like the. That's like the one thing you probably can't do, a rule you probably can't change. Why not? Because you know what I did, low when I realized I was too unathletic and garbage to dunk on a 10-foot pole when I was at my neighbor's house? I'd lower the shit to 8.5, and I'd dunk the fuck on that. And I'd try it on 9, and I'd get rim stuffed. Low. if anybody gets rim stuffed at 9-foot in the WNBA, everybody's going to be stuck laughing. Because it's like... It's already too easy. Like you have to change the entire trajectory of your shot now. All that's, I'm saying is, uh, bro, they they uh, would it would be more interesting if they could dunk, bro. And and I, and, and, and I'll be honest with you, if Brittany Grinder was out there, like 
if she was tomahawking, if she was like, if, if Brittany Griner was in the post and she was like doing Shaq dunks, bro, like I would, I would start watching, bro. You wouldn't, you wouldn't. Yes, I, I would. I would. If, I think the if, main if reason everybody could dunk and everybody can like get closer to the basket and it would just look a little bit more easier to them, then I would. But like this idea that like it's the same. When, like I said before, they already have smaller basketballs. The three-point line is already closer to the rim. And on top of that, they have shorter quarters. Like, everybody knows it's not the same. I don't know why, like, changing the rim height would be Wait, any different. Wait, they have shorter quarters? What's the Yes. Ten. Ten minutes. Oh, damn. So, they are. It's, it's not the same. Like, we already know it's not the same. So, just... Just let it be. Like, yo, just let it, let it be. But Chill I out. think the main problem they have is, like, People want to watch the best, which is why the MLS is doing I, but really the eyes are on like the Premier League, right? Because that's where the best players are. Or like La Liga, right? They got some good teams in there. People want to watch the best play. But people watch people watch females t- female tennis players. Like they watch Venus and Serena. But Okay, yeah. When you put it like that, that's true. But so, I think that there's less of a gap. Between male and female tennis players, and there is male and female. No, Ve- Venus and Serena used to say that in the late nineties, and then they played. I remember that game. The three hundred and second, yeah, three hundred and second ranked male, and they lost. And they, and then ever since then, they were like openly saying, "Oh no, it's just a faster, stronger game, and we can't." Like they've openly said it. So I'm, and again, I understand what you're saying, but I think but, it's because basketball is way more physical, and tennis you're removed, right? So it is still athleticism, but. Can you imagine DeMarcus posting up anybody in the WNBA? But they don't have but it's not even comparable to that. Like like could you imagine DeMarcus Cousins now posting up anybody in college, but people still watch college basketball, right? So I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm just saying that if they could accommodate for the lack of athleticism, which would be lower the rim. I really don't understand. Like I've said this before and people are like people are like, "Oh my god, you're so f- Disrespectful, and it's like, no, I'm not. I'm not disrespectful. I'm really trying to help y'all. You already, again, you have smaller basketballs. Like it's, it's obviously it's not the same. So why not just? I just want to see somebody dunk. I want, I want people to get post. Imagine if they were getting posterized in the NBA, in a WNBA. You know, upset them females will get. <laughs> I don't watch WNBA, so it's kind of hard for me. And Brittany Griner came down, and she was just. Dunking on people, bro. Do you know how upset they would get? That shit would be wild, bro. That would be must. It would also TV, be like bro. an eternal meme. Like anytime something good happens, you're like, yeah, but it was nine foot. Yeah, but it was. But it was it's good. it's it's a smaller ball. When they make their three pointers, nobody don't be like, ah, but the three point line is closer, so who cares? Yeah. Just I mean, that, people people do do that, but not. I mean, but I'm just saying. But like, yeah. think about it. Brittany Grinder, who's already. She's she's a taller player. Even from time to time, she struggles to dunk the ball. Do you know how tall with, she is? No, I'm not the top of my head. But she struggles to dunk the ball with the with the smaller basketball. She still struggles to dunk the ball with a smaller basketball. Right, I'm getting her height. She's six nine, and she's struggling to fucking dunk. With a, with a small, it's not, cause even one thing she was like doing between the legs and shit, like, she not doing that. She doing regular rim grasses. That's exactly what she's doing. Yo, she is 6'9. Oh, but yo, lo, and when I was in high school, if you were six foot and you couldn't dunk, you was getting cooked all, all of lunch period. 
Luckily, I was 5'11 and fat, so nobody ever looked at me and laughed. She doing but, regular rim grazers. And she, she even, even there's been times where she's missed dunks. So, again, if She's you, so tall, she could reach up and with a little pizza box vertical probably dunk the ball. Um, I, don't, I mean, she can, definitely, she, can, she, can def- she can definitely touch the rim, though. Like, that is doing, crazy. Doing that, what you're saying? I didn't even but, know she was that tall, bro. <laughs> That's wild. So, all I'm saying is, if you have the ability to dunk the ball... If they lower the rim and she's doing crazy windmill dunks and shit like that. Okay. But then on top of that, if like other smaller guards have the ability to come in in the lane, drive, like blow by somebody and then dunk on her, you're telling me that's not going to be more entertaining? Okay. Uh, I agree with you, but not nine foot. I'll do nine foot five, nine foot five. Nah, 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 nah. Just let it, just let it go. Have you ever played on nine? Just let it go. Just let it go. It's a drastic difference, yo. Let him have it. Some you see somebody pump like ah ah like they just do a quick two pump and then dunk right that would be crazy bro. What what you're saying is like making the three point line eighteen feet away instead of twenty three like it's it's just too much like nine five then you can get the like if you can't if you're six nine you can't dunk on nine five maybe you just got to quit the sport at that point you could still get some of those exciting plays it would provide the people that were really close to dunking but didn't want to try it in game because they didn't want to miss or. It's too risky. Just go for the layup. Those guys can dunk now. I think you can get some more exciting plays out of that. I would tune in for one game. But, Lo, I feel like every time I give, uh, like I was watching, I told you this before. Like every time I give the WNBA or even if it's NCAA uh, March Madness for the females, every time I give it a chance, I just see something and I'm like, it's like watching the MLS knowing that you could just watch Arsenal play or Liverpool play. And it's such a magnificent difference. So how could you even watch Toronto FC, right? Because, like, the first touch is more incredible. Long shots. The way they pass and move the ball. The continuity. Like, everything is different. So, in, in the same sense, man, I don't know if that's going to change everything. It, it might be a step in the right direction. See- the whole money argument. They're not even filling up the stands. So, of course, they're not getting paid money. You could look at their TV ratings. They're not even coming close. Yeah, they're not. So. But see, when, but I, I've seen, I, I've recently, because I was in a Discord chat with um, a few other people in the other Discord I'm in. And you were watching WNBA? And, I'm, and you think I'm playing, but we were watching WNBA. And they have great ball movement. It's not like they have bad form. <laughs> they, got, they have good form from the three-point line. It wasn't like, it was just the fast, on the fast break. They laying the ball up. And it's like, I don't want to see you lay the ball up. Y'all need to start dunking that shit. But they obviously can't dunk the ball. Okay. That'd be interesting. Fact, though. I just know that there used to be a nine-foot rim uh, back when I was in elementary school. And I hated shooting on it. Because it was so different from ten-foot. Ten-foot just feels natural. Nine-foot, I feel like you can't even have a high arc to the shit. Because the rim is so much lower. Yeah, that is true. That is true. That that would definitely be a, a massive change. Is she the tallest player in the WNBA? How tall was Lisa Leslie? Tallest player in WNBA. No, she's not. What? Oh, no, she, she might be, Lo. She might be. Oh wait, never mind. No, that's that's Bull Bull. That's in the NBA, man. She might be the tallest person in the WNBA. So is that like a position? Ah, that's so much for me to learn. I'm gonna watch a couple. 
Why not give it a chance, man? Because because um, Lisa Leslie was only six five. Yeah. So if she's six nine, then she wins. All right, I'll, I'll tune in. I'll watch a couple games. And is it? I'm pretty sure the playoffs are going on right now, unless I'm tripping, right? I thought, I thought I tripping? it might it might have actually been over. Might might have been done already, but I could be wrong. Let me let me Google shit and find out. Oh, I'll give, I give WNBA chances like I give PUBG chances. I know I'm not gonna like the shit, but let me keep trying. And when you watch it, you are gonna definitely be like, man, if they were dunking, that should be wild. Because I've seen some really like, uh, I saw this insane clip from this college athlete uh, hitting like this fadeaway contested jumper in everyone's eye at the buzzer for the win. And I was like, damn, bro, it's like that. And I think they got her on Ellen or something like that, and they were showing the clip off. Oh, it, like, we're close to the finals, actually. Wow. Okay, perfect. So it's the perfect time to watch. Who's playing? Um, The Atlanta Dream. I live in Atlanta, and I didn't even know this shit was going on. That's <laughs> the Atlanta Dream, they're playing Mercury, Storm, and Mystic. So and it's, a, it's a Washington Mystics, Atlanta Dream. I think it's Phoenix Mercury and Seattle Storm. I could be wrong, but I think I think that's right. Yeah, there's only 12 teams in the league. I'm telling you, bro, if they lower that room. No, but like, take that in because there's a lot of big cities like Toronto that aren't even oh, well, in this. Well, they're not going to put that much. I mean, because okay, I was doing some research on this, so I'm I'm not trying to be funny, but like I've I've when I was researching it, from my understanding, there's a lot of um not even I mean let me rephrase that the league is losing money, and the is NBA it? the NBA is giving them twelve million dollars a year. Um, right off the top of it the, when they bring in their revenue. Well, one, that's probably nothing compared to what the NBA's profits are looking like. But two, oh yeah, you don't, get, you don't, you don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you know that, that's definitely not a lot. But the the fact that the lead, the NBA has to subsidize them twelve million. I mean, that kind of tells you. So why is it? Because because it's one thing if this was college. Because college they got Title Nine. What do they call it? Title Five. Whatever the title is, or male and female. Like it just. Forces equality of outcome, which I don't necessarily agree with. But the NBA doesn't have to do this. And the NBA is a business. The NBA wants to make more money. So I don't know why they would keep like a, a business. That's, is it, there's no way it's still losing money in a round. That doesn't make any sense. My understanding is it still is. Like what would be the reasoning behind keeping because a they, failing well, the business? Because the WNBA is tied to the NBA. And I guess they still view it as an investment. And so if at any point that that investment starts to bring in more money, that means that the NBA as a whole would also become more profitable and more lucrative. So it was founded in 1996, according to Google. Yep. You mean to tell me that since 1996, it's still not profitable and it's still around? Hey, man, it's telling you what I, what I, understand, what I understand. That is, about. yeah. Well, you know what we need to do for the next podcast? We need to like do a ton of research and come up with a proposal to uh, take the WNBA from losing money to making all kinds of money. All right, you need mm-hmm. to come with an opening, a body with some evidence, of course, some facts. You got to come with the numbers, and then. It but the thing is that I, it's hard to find the numbers because they hide the numbers. That's now, if you go on like Statistica or something like that, you could probably find it. You know what's? Cr- I've, I, I promise you, Agent. I've done. I've tried to look at the numbers. I've seen other people on YouTube who've tried to do the numbers and research, and every single time, people try to get to the point of it shows you how much the revenue is, but every single time when you, when you get to the point of how much 
the profit is that number it it always escapes like there's no there's nobody that can find a concrete number nobody can find a concrete number jeez wow so like here's my thinking right nba is also investing in the nba 2k league esports mm-hmm. now the first year it didn't really do so hot i feel like a lot of the numbers weren't organic um, but they were getting like four or five thousand organic numbers of people who would tune in, and that's not really good for like the amount of money that was being invested in it. But whatever, if the NBA 2K League doesn't do well over the next three four years, I would assume they would stop doing it because it doesn't make any money. I just I guess I'm surprised to know that. I thought it was just making money because I know the stands aren't full, but there's still people buying tickets. And on top of I don't know what the the ratings are on TV, and I'm sure like those private numbers will probably never get out but i'm curious how much they're losing man that's interesting they subsidize at 12 million huh you learn something new every day man i'll yeah. tune in I, i'll watch the finals though i don't know what games they got going on now i'll wait till the finals and watch it's literally games. like the, it's literally the conference finals right now but um what you know it would also be crazy if i know we you're trying to wrap it up but if what if 2k what if like the 2k e-leaguers were starting to get paid more money like what if it got to a point where they the were e-league not the WNBA. They were getting paid more than D League players, G League players, and so they had to bump well, up how, the G League players' how much, pay. Wait, how much are they getting paid? So first round picks in the two K League at thirty five thousand, and if you oh that's not, it, that's not that's not that's not more than that's not, not more than yeah, not more than WNBA, but it was more than G League. But what, like I, what I'm saying four is four or five thousand. But when that day comes, though, because I think it will, I think that day will come before the day the WNBA start making makes enough money to give an increase to their. To their, I guess, their employees. When Maybe. that day comes, bro, them they gonna be upset. <laughs> yeah, they deserve to be. It's do I've they? Been pissed off. Do I've they? Pissed. Imagine you spent your whole life trying to be a good basketball player. You're a female. Come to find out, some dude sitting down with a fucking controller in his hand is making more money. You well, know if what they, I mean? If they bring in more eyes, then I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I, I'm not saying they don't. The, the gamers don't deserve it. I'm just saying, if I was the athlete, I'd be like, man, you tell me I could have just sat home and made more money, you know? Like I would, I would feel that kind of like envy in my heart. I don't know. All I gotta say is, yo, uh, to the WNBA people out there, lower the rims and you'll be good. <laughs> you know, you'll be good, bro. Like it's not even that big of a deal. Lower them rims and you will be fine. I know you're going to be like, uh, uh, don't, don't disrespect us. Someone's going to be like, that's misogynistic. Women can do everything that men can do. Stop, type shit. stop. Just, just lower the rims, bro. It's all about it a good basketball product. It literally won't be that big of a deal. Just lower them goddamn rims. It will. It definitely will, but it, no. would, be a, it would be a meme of the century. For sure, it would it would be a meme because they are now making a big deal out of it. Because when you get to the point where you're like you're calling out, like you can't call out Harrison Barnes. That's Who that's another that? thing too. Um, it was Skylar Diggins, like somebody in somebody some WNBA player called called out, not even called her called him out. They were just like. How Harrison Barnes getting paid X Y Z, and I'm only making X Y Z money, like that type she of said shit. That? She was like, "Has Harrison Barnes ever been an All Star?" And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Bro, chill out, chill out, get off my man Harrison, bro. Don't, don't do that to my man Harrison." You know what's funny is Harrison could sauce all of them, and and it would be twelve O sauce. 
Winner's ball type sauce. Jeez, why are they coming with all that spite? Jesus, man. As I get if, it. As if Harrison Barnes has ever, ever said anything like, come on, kind of like, can we chill out for You know second? what's interesting? A lot of NBA players actively support the. I see Kobe tweeting about that's it. A, and that's, a, that's okay. That's another thing I want to talk about too. I didn't really want to talk about it, but like, just real quick. It would have been one thing if like, NBA players are like, man, fuck that shit, bro. I don't even watch yeah. that. Like, if even one thing, if they went out of their way to like disrespect or disregard what the, the WNBA was doing, but like, it's one thing, it's a whole nother thing when they actually, a lot of them, especially some of the more notable stars, take the time out of their day to be like, yo, man, they, they nice. They good, man. Go watch them. And for like them, like WNBA players, this is what she said. This is what, um, Skylar Wiggins, uh, what, what her name is? Whatever her name. Diggins. Yeah. Diggins. Skylar Diggins said, <laughs> um, I'm the highest paid player on the Dallas Wings and my salary is in the low six figures. Harrison Barnes is the highest played, p- highest paid player on the Dallas Mavericks and he made 24 million last year. He's definitely younger than me. Do you know his stats? Was he an all star? I mean, it doesn't matter. Whoa. But last year, I was first team all WNBA, which only goes to five players. I was also WNBA All Star for the third time. So, like, when you when you do that, it's like, yo, get off my main Harrison. Imagine if Harrison Barnes came back with like a. There's only twelve and that's, and teams that's in really, your league. Yeah, that's, you that's guys weird. can't dunk. It's not. Imagine if he came back with the same amount of spite that she just threw in his direction. She the threw, amount of like hate she threw a lot of she threw some spice out of it. That's what she did. She got spicy with him for no reason. No reason that's crazy at all. She said that. That is. Do they crazy. actually believe that? I get that. Yes, agent. They believe it. There's no way they believe that, yo. Why would, you, why would you? It's capitalism. If people, I, hey, hey, agent, you you you're singing to the that's choir like, right now. Do you know when there's a lockout or something, and the fans are there's some fans who just don't understand anything. They're like, oh, you guys do NBA players. You guys don't need to get paid that much. You're so selfish and money. All you guys care about is. But it's like you're missing the point, my guy. If nobody watched the NBA, they wouldn't give. They you're you're the demand. As long as you care about it so much. And you watch it so much, they'll continue to make so much money. But doctors are more valuable, and doctors only get paid this much, and they have to go through this much school, and they do this much for the community. All right, then why don't you show? Like, why don't you watch? Like, how could how could you? Uh, what's the, there's only a handful of people that could do what these NBA players do. If you're one of those people, by all means, quit your job as a doctor and become an NBA pro. You could always be a doctor when you're like 39 and you retire. It's all about that's a fact. It's all about demand. As long as the demand is there and the supply is little, it's tough to be seven foot two and to be a big man in the NBA. Or it's tough to be as explosive as players like Allen Iverson. It's tough to keep yourself out of trouble the way LeBron's done. Be as athletic and durable as great in those big moments. But hey, by all means, man, to the people criticizing those players saying they get paid too much, just try and do what they do. People try that shit with me too, though. They'd be like, oh, all you do is upload gaming videos on the internet? Oh, that must be easy. Then quit your job making $10 an hour that and shit, make as shit, much money as me. I'm, I'm starting to hear that, too. And it's like, nigga, do it then. Do it. Let's do it. Who, what's stopping them? YouTube is a bill. Just try and upload a 2K video. Come back to me in, in a year and let me know how much money you've made. All right? Shit is not easy. So this, I, I mean, the amount of like, what's the word I'm looking for? 
the lack of logic, the lack of logic with anybody coming with that kind of argument. You think they sit in the locker rooms with like a couple of their friends and like, man, I can't believe Joakim Noah gets paid eighteen million a year. <laughs> I only get paid ninety five thousand. That's not fair at all. I Come on, yo. But not, but not only that. Let's also keep it a book. Like, I'm not even. I'm not. I'm not trying to be like the guy that's saying like you. You. You better enjoy your scraps. Like I'm not. I'm not about to say that. But I'm saying like you literally complain about making low six figures <laughs> like chill the fuck out like it, it, one thing if you were telling me like you making like 50 grand or some shit like that but like come on coach like, can you, you imagine making, if a youtuber came out and he's like man i only made low six figures Shut, <laughs> yo, get the fuck out of here yo you're playing a sport that you love to play and on top of that you're in a you're on you're on a league you're in a league where there's not that many people watching it and it's debatable, and many people would say that the league is not even make. It's not even profitable. It's not even a profitable league. And the 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 NBA goes out of its way to give you all twelve million dollars to subsidize it. Like I, like again, it's not that big of a deal, bro. But and again, I'm and I'm always one of the people that's like saying, if I am. If I'm somebody who believes I should earn more money, I'm always going to go out of the way and trying to figure out what can I do or what can we do as a unit to better the product. She just said all product. her accolades, right? Like she did this and hey, I know, but like, so but, not- but still, the product isn't good enough. Which again is proposed to lower the rim. That's all I'm saying, bro. And I'm looking right now the the medium the median salary in the WNBA is around seventy one thousand. Y'all are making more money than the average American. I'm not gonna lie, they're making a lot of money for a league that's not even profitable. Euro Euro League actually starts at 100 grand. Okay, I see Euro League. All right, <laughs> all right. That's but crazy. there's a there's a there's a much higher ceiling for the Euro League. Oh no, but I'm just saying that's. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know Euro League was that. I definitely didn't think Euro League was that high. But seventy one thousand for the average WNBA player, coming from somebody. Who even if you get a regular nine to five as a, as like a as somebody who's a a regular person who does not have a degree, being able to work for a five to seven year stretch of your life where you're making, let's say even fifty to seventy fifty to seventy thousand dollars, and you don't have a degree, no, nah, that's pretty impressive. That's that's pretty impressive. I feel like if if she has all those accolades, can't she just go out to brands and be like, "Yo, this and is exactly, and that's and that's not even brand talk." And let's all and let's really keep it a buck. Even NBA players don't make as much money as they supposed to be making because they could easily earn way. Majority of them do, especially some of the stars. They easily make more money doing brands. Easily make more more money off the court than they make on the court. Easily and then on them. top of that, even once they retire, especially a lot of NBA players. They get jobs in the NBA, whether it's well, working know, for I ESPN or how that works with the WNBA. I, I can't, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Well, I assume like they would want people who understand the sport the most in the WNBA. But how much to come are they back. paying? But how much are they paying them though? I mean, however much they're worth. However, like if it's very difficult to get the job and there's not much people that can do it, probably a lot. If that's not the case, probably a lot less. Right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, that's an interesting argument. We should have like man, we need to have a guest on here to talk about something like that. I want to talk to like a female hooper and get her perspective. Get um no, let me not say her name. Let me chill out. 
<laughs> now I want to know. All right, man. Um, but uh, yeah, Ayo, man. Thank you, Agent, for coming on the podcast, man. Thank I, you, I man. really do appreciate it, man. Taking your time out. I know you out there moving and shaking with the uh with the big timers now. You know you, you don't have that much time for some of the small fries like me, man. But go ahead, <laughs> go ahead and plug in your stuff again, man. Let everybody know where they can find you, man. Hey guys, thank you for having me, man, on this off top podcast, otherwise known as the Off Top Podcast. There you go. There you go. Uh, call me Agent Zero Zero on YouTube, on Twitter. Call me Agent Z R O on Instagram and on Facebook, man. Thank you guys for having me. Is Instagram a thing? What do you mean? Should I do Instagram? Well, we'll talk about that off pod. What do you mean? I don't talk to you off the podcast. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're big time now. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, got to get that straight. What about to say? Oh, yeah. People kept asking to um, bring Waffle Man back. Bro, what? I don't even, We don't hear from him. He's went ghost. I, don't, I know he went back to school. He's still doing his thing uploading videos. I... You know what's crazy? YouTube doesn't even show me his uploads. It's like they want me to distance myself. Which is which is like ridiculous, that. right? I'm I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy here to you brought that up because YouTube definitely be like, right? You don't really want to watch his shit. <laughs> you don't want to watch his shit. Oh, get the fuck out of here! I'm like, god damn! I don't know when that nigga upload no more, bro. That's crazy. I wonder if he's still doing like those apology videos. <laughs> yo, ridiculous, yo. Uh. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Thanks, thanks for coming out. Thank you all for uh, listening to the podcast, and uh, we'll see you all next time. Peace. Peace. Oh, shit. I'm the guest, bro. It's, you're it's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs>